Welcome, everyone, to Moraine Park Technical College's Talent Talk podcast. I'm Andy Baus, a business development manager in the Economic and Workforce Development Division of Moraine Park Technical College. Happy to have with me Marla Stilwell, MPTC Human Resources Instructor. And Marla is here to talk to us about something I'm sure many of us have heard about, uh, quiet quitting. Marla, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me, and happy holidays. In the midst of the Great Resignation, I read a Gallup poll that showed over 47 million people have quit their jobs. That's a staggering stat. Plus, during this time, there were those who didn't leave, but they could definitely relate to this this term that we talk, quiet quitting, which has also gone quite viral. What is quiet quitting? Well, quiet quitting refers to doing the minimum requirements, very basic, of one's job, and then putting in no more time and effort or enthusiasm than absolutely necessary. The bare minimum. When you say bare minimum, why do you think people are choosing to quietly quit instead of just flat out quitting? I think in today's age, and especially after COVID, what we found is that employees have found worker dissatisfaction, there's burnout, they're disengaged, and the trend of deprioritizing work in favor of other aspects of their life is really taking over their choice of their job, choice of their career. And often what you will hear quiet quitting is also along the same terms in the same context as anti-ambition, or maybe they're lying flat or the great resignation you've probably heard of as well. So if why are we paying so much attention to quiet quitting now? It seems like it's a trending topic for everyone, but why why now all of a sudden is it is it become a thing? I think it's because it's become popularized in 2022 because of TikTok, because of the social media that is out there. I think it's always existed. I think we've always had or actually rather I know there's always been disengaged employees, but now there's a term. Okay. You know, when you put it on social media and you put it in these other modalities, we need to term it. That's the thing to do. Right, right. yeah. So let's make it so that it becomes uniform or becomes a universal to- term because there's statistics worldwide as it relates to quiet quitting. Okay. So you, we've noticed that... Uh, associate a lot of things with the pandemic, but quiet quitting and the pandemic seem to coincide. Is quiet quitting a result of the pandemic or like you kind of had mentioned, is it new? Could you speak more to that? Sure. I think it's the term is new. I think that the, I want to say the reality that student students, that employees are disengaged is becoming more apparent. I think it's being allowed almost that you can quiet quit, stay disengaged because why? It's an employee's market. Okay. So because of that, you do for employers, you don't want to go through that whole process of recruiting. That takes money. Training, that takes money. So if you have that empty seat, you have to retrain. So it's not that employers are ignoring it, they're aware of it, but they want to keep what they have. Okay. Interesting. So the same Gallup survey that I talked about earlier 
uh, showed that 50% of the U.S. workforce is not engaged at work. So if I'm an employer, what do, how do I recognize if someone is quietly quitting? How can I recognize that in some of my employees? How you can recognize it is those high performers all of a sudden are not doing the extras. They're not taking the time to go to those extra meetings or being in those committees. They're slowly backing away from what was seen as over and above. They're okay now with meeting expectations because unfortunately what they saw was that nothing came of being over and above. There were no residual or monetary rewards from being over and above anymore. So what has transpired now is that, well, I'm just going to back off from what I did because it doesn't matter. I'm not being recognized for going over and above, so I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to be minimalistic. Okay. So if I now uh, am an employer and I recognize that an employee may be quietly quitting, uh, what can I what can I do? You need to engage. We need to get back to getting to know our employees on a personal level, not to the point where you're in their business per se, but it's time to be, you know, when it comes to employee relations, we need to be related to our employees. We need to get back to that relationship. We need to, you know, as with any relationship, when things become quiet, that's a big, uh oh, something's wrong right? You never want to be quiet. You know, you want to wonder, go up to them, ask them what has changed. Why are they, you know, if, if it was an employee that was on five or six committees, why are they on no committees all of a sudden? Why are they making sure if their time clock is done at four, they're packing up at 3.55 and they're out the door at four. We need to really get back to seeing our employees as not just numbers. We need to start seeing them as names, as people, as valued, if you will, I'm trying to think of the word, but valued commodities for our business. If it wasn't for our business, for our people in our business, we wouldn't be in business, right? Right. So we need to have that value added to our people. We need to get that back. We need to relationship build. It's almost like a marriage, right? If you, the worst thing that you can have is if your wife is quiet or your husband is quiet. You know, my, my husband would say that, oh, when Marla's quiet, something's wrong. So we don't want our employees quiet. We don't want them quiet. No. So when we, when we engage with them and when we, we talk about questions to ask or things to ask them to get them to open up so that they aren't quiet, um, how do we get employees to feel safe to answer those questions honestly and truthfully so that we can we can prevent this quiet quitting well and that's a great question because you're going to have some if you you and i you could be in a meeting there could be maybe 12 other people 12 people are there any problems in this department how many hands are going to go up right when you have right. an audience right let's let's be honest so taking the time and having those one-on-ones and having those where they are meaningful one-on-ones. You can't just walk by and say, Andy, how are you doing? Oh, good. Good to know. That's not a one-on-one. -on -one. We need to take the time to sit down with our employees once a week, once every two weeks. I know we're all busy, but taking that time, having one-on-one -on -one meetings and not outing people 
in a large mass, you know, meeting, that's not going to get you any place. So when you talk about one-on-one meetings, how long do you suggest meeting with people frequently? I think, you know, it, it really depends upon how large your department is. If your department, if you oversee a department of 30, that's really going to minimize the amount of time that you can have that is valued at a time with that employee. But at the same time, maybe you could do it once a month with two of your employees and schedule that. But at the same time, you don't want it to make it seem like that it's, I'm trying to think of the word, you want it not value added, but you want it that it's it's real. Okay. Oh, I, I have to see you at two o'clock. Here's our one-on-one. You don't want to make it robotic. Okay. So that if Andy, if you were coming to see me, I need to make time for you. Okay. Right. Right. You want to make it so that it's more holistic, that it's 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 real, and I really want to know how are you doing and how can I help you as an employee. It's very genuine and sincere. Very genuine. That's the word. What shifts have you seen as employers overcome some of the issues we now tie to quiet quitting? I think those that have seen have noticed it um, because they've they've done surveys and so they have really taken an interest into their employees and into their employees well-being and not just taking the survey to do a survey but they take those results let's say and like marine park and they act on we need to work on motivation or we need to work on morale building and they take a genuine 100 percent you know, dive in, let's do something about this. I've also seen it in um, school districts where they're make, they're taking that time to have those meetings, you know, department meetings, all staff meetings, and ensuring that each employee is getting touched on, if you will, and that their concerns are being addressed and that they're not just being addressed on email. I think that's a lot of it is that we're going, it's too quick of a society that we're, we need to text, we need to email, we need to instant message. So it's time to get back to that person. You know, COVID had us away, you know, so far away from that human interaction. We need to get back to that human interaction. You get back to that human interaction, quiet quitting, I feel the percentage then will slowly, I don't think it'll always forever go away, but I think it slowly will go away once people feel value added again and that sincerity and genuine genuine being genuine will will come back well thank you marla for the the great discussion on a relevant topic i appreciate your time Uh, listeners you can be among the first to know about future talent talk podcasts and much more by subscribing to our newsletter to do that visit marinepark.edu backslash newsletter That's marinepark.edu backslash newsletter. That concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day.